Does the fish soar to find the ocean, the eagle plunge to find the air? Water is the element in which the fish lives, and only there. Air is the element in which the eagle lives. Without air, he dies. When Polonius invited Hamlet, will you walk out of the air, my lord? Hamlet, not so mad, replied, into my grave. Remember Tertullian, telling of the Gnostic priestesses who sought to lure the little fish to their death out of the water, the element in which alone they live with the big fish, Ichthys, Jesus Christ, God's Son, the Saviour. While Tertullian is having a happy time collecting all the Lord's water connections, he observes the angels stirring the waters of Bethesda for them to heal. And then there's Jesus. Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was that healed him, for Jesus had withdrawn. Now whether it's an angel that gets it done or Jesus, what's the difference? When angels do show up in our element, there is hardly anything that we are told about them but what they do and say as the Lord has bidden them to do and say. In Revelation 1.20, remember that is said also in a transferred sense of the clergy, the angels of the churches in the seven specific places. You can find them on a map, as on call day. Similarly, at the point we are told of, where the angels do and say things within our element. That's the only way they can get to us, similarly with Jesus. As the Lord, so his angels, qualis talis. Those angels who found the Lord unsatisfactory for their power purposes rallied to another Lord, and so became another sort of angel, the fallen angels. They couldn't change the Lord to suit themselves, so best quit him and take over. When you attempt to get rid of the Lord, it is not the Lord who gets thrown out, as we heard a few minutes ago. In today's gospel, the disciples are involved in the same temptation as happened in heaven. They were wanting Jesus to be another sort of Lord. Then they'd get to use him in that way. Big thing about being God, they thought, is being able uh, to boss everything and everybody about. Listen to when people say to you or you to them, do you think you're God? That's the all-powerful, big boss God. Get in with him, and then you'll do the big stuff. They tried that out on Jesus. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, Jesus put him in the midst of them. At this point, Dr. Luther warns us against any soppy sentimentality. Keine falsche Kindlichkeit. The point of comparison, as you have been taught to identify with the child, is humility, as the text indicates.
Humility is the opposite of bossing everybody and everything about. That can also be observed in children, as any parent can attest. But that is not Jesus' point of comparison here. Chapter 19 follows with three instances, stages in life's way, of unfractioned given-to-ness, married, children, and the young adult. That is in the way of faith. And that is what is already running with humility in chapter 18, where Jesus has a child on his knee, one of these little ones who believe in me who live as nothing but given to with Jesus, the giver. And there is hell for whoever causes one of these little ones to sin. Damned along with the fallen angels with whom such a one has enlisted, you then end up with your alternative Lord in his kingdom, in his hell. Temptation to sin is to turn from Jesus to another Lord. Everything is at stake with who is your Lord. And that is shown by what is going on with your hand, your foot, your eye. It's as with such a Lord as Jesus is, or with another Lord with whom you get thrown into the fire of hell. Got that? Then back to Jesus with the child. For I tell you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father who is in heaven. Now what is the use of the angels having a happy time in heaven? That's the other big thing with the angels. What's going on with them in heaven? The first thing we confessed to the angels was that we are told of what they say and do in our element. Today's gospel connects them both, as does our Lord. He is the connection. Angels in heaven whom we don't see do our Lord's bidding, caring for the children they are assigned to, as Jesus was doing with the child on his knee that day. Who is doing the caring, Jesus or the angel? The smart answer, of course, is yes. But they do not wait for our answer to give them clearance. They do not hang around. Jesus withdrew from the pool of Bethesda. Who was that that did the healing? He did turn up later, as he has promised us to do, with all the angels with him. Meanwhile, there are surprises then as our Lord has others do things for him, notably the angels, and then even us too, lower than the angel. The angels do not draw attention to themselves. They're just happy to do what the Lord has sent them to do. None of that, did you notice that it was I that did that? The angels do not make that fatal mistake, as if, independent of him. There's no good angel independent of the Lord. The angels are at where the Lord is at. And you can't be nearer the angels when nearest the Lord as when gathered round his altar 
his throne. He gives us into our mouths his body to eat and his blood to drink. As the liturgy joins us in with the song of the angels, holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, he is the Lord of all the hosts of heaven, the angels and the archangels, and then the whole company of heaven there and here. Are we in heaven already, or still in our current element? Not alternatives but connected. Our Lord does the connecting in our element with font, absolution, and altar. Both in our breathing now the air and in our dying, when the angels who are native to that element bring us fulfillingly on our way into their element with the Lord, face to face. Lord, then let at last thine angels come and bear me home. Amen.